Hello everybody, my name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be discussing two stories. The first is David Jeremiah has a health scare. He's been hospitalized, so we're going to be talking about that story. Uh, no one else has really covered this story, so this is kind of me breaking this news to a broader audience than just Shadow Mountain Community Church. I don't go there, by the way. Um, and then the second story we're going to be covering is... Netflix advancing the gay agenda with their new series, One Piece, which is a successful series in that it is a live-action anime that has been well-received by the public. This is a rarity, if not a first, in the live-action animation adaptations, or anime adaptations. So... This is a significant achievement for Netflix, but it does come with a sinister agenda. So we're going to be talking about that sinister agenda. But first, I will let you know, Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. You can support us over at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join. That is our Patreon-like system. We also have a free newsletter. But the least you can do is like this video, subscribe to the channel if you are new. So first story is on David Jeremiah. So I'm going to play this clip from his church. First is, I know you, you know, dad is preaching on the great disappearance. He has a book called the great disappearance. And I'm here to confirm that we have not all been left behind. So dad is not the only one who got raptured. He is still here and he is doing well. Um, but I wanted to give you an update on, on dad, not why I'm here. I'll tell you why I'm here. I do want to pause to say that these jokes are objectively funny. And the reason why I'm not laughing is because I've listened to like all the sermons and he gives a variation of the same joke. So it's just not funny the fifth time or however many times I've listened to it. After that, but I figured while I'm here, I'll just give you the update. Dad on Monday morning woke up and couldn't walk. So he, he called me and me and, and uh, our family. We went, we got him to the hospital. They've run every test known to mankind on him over three days and literally found nothing wrong. So as you can imagine, when we all go to the doctor, amen, yes. When you all go to the doctor and they don't know what it is, what do they say? It's a virus, right? So. Inevitably, that's what they've told him, and, and it's a little more serious than that. It is a virus. It's a virus that has attacked his, his spine and his lower body, um, and he is doing very well, although I think the good thing and the bad thing is that dad's in the hospital without pain meds, without antibiotics of any kind. He has no medication, which means he is wide awake all day long. So if you work for him and he has your cell phone number, you know, I get it too, so I apologize. Um, but he is doing well. He's got some hard work ahead of him. So I know he covered your prayers um, as he goes through this, but he's in good spirits. They literally, I can't tell you there's no cancer. There was no stroke. There's no anything wrong out of all of the tests that they had. And we have the best doctors in the world right here in San Diego. So that's, that's the update I wanted to sneak in. But what dad really wanted to do is he wanted to make sure, today was the Sunday he was giving away the book, you know, The Great Disappearance, 31 Ways to Be Rapture Ready. 
So I wanted to end at that part because of the whole rapture ready thing. You know, J David Jeremiah has disappeared, and, but he's not been raptured. Ha ha ha. That's the joke that uh, his son tells in all these sermons that they had at Shadow Mountain Community Church, which is a mega church. I don't know how many people there, but it wasn't as packed as it could have been. Like there's a lot of empty seats there when they pan to the crowd. So I don't know if it's a ghost mega church or not. But David Jeremiah is most known for his views on eschatology. He is a hardcore dispensationalist, and I wouldn't even say he's the best representation of it. Uh, but, uh, he's made some pretty bad arguments and exegesis of Scripture to justify his teachings, and we've covered that in the past. But I don't think he's a false teacher. There's not enough evidence to conclude that he's a false teacher. Um, dispensationalism, in my opinion, isn't correct, but it doesn't amount to heresy. So, um, uh, I, I will be in prayer for David Jeremiah. I don't know whether they're downplaying it with a lot of levity. Hard to tell, but, uh, hopefully he does recover. There was no announcement at the most recent church services of Shadow Mountain Community Church. So that's two Sundays old at this point. So there's your story on that. So moving on, let's cover the uh, Netflix story. So Netflix adaptation of One Piece advances the trans agenda. So, uh, it, you know, the recent flops of Cowboy Be Bebop and Death Note are a testament to the fact that, you know, Netflix has a terrible track record with live action adaptations of anime. Yet yeah, One Piece has received rave reviews, even from commenters that appeal to the right wing, like the Critical Drinker. Yet the idea that this, comment, this commercially successful series is not woke or advancing the the message, which is a play on the Critical Drinker, if you are unaware of that, because that's what I actually watch on YouTube. I don't watch a bunch of you know Christian polemic channels. I, I do watch John Harris, um, not on schedule though. <laughs> But I do watch John Harris, and I do uh, sometimes watch, you know, like Right Response or 80 Robles. But I mostly watch history channels or history videos on YouTube and pop culture stuff. So it's interesting to note that a lot of the pop culture stuff that I listen to or watch, you know, nothing. They didn't really point this out except for one, uh, John De La Rose who I believe is a Christian YouTuber as well, but focuses on, he's a comic book writer and YouTuber. So he, he called this out and credit to where, you know, that's due. So with that said, uh, we're going to be piggybacking off of his work, um, trying to advance it to a larger audience or not larger necessarily, but a different audience, because this is the type of thing that Christian media should be warning people about. Uh, you look at the Gospel Coalition, and the Gospel Coalition, you know, they love to do pop culture reviews. They love to do movie and TV show reviews, and they try to, you know, thread some veneer of Christianity in it. And then you got people like um, Life.Church that love to focus on pop culture instead of the Bible. So you got a lot of interactions of Christianity and pop culture, but a lot of it is out of touch with what's actually going on in pop culture. They can, you know, grab onto things that are so universal, but 
they're not in touch enough. Maybe it's a generational thing to be on this type of story. So here we are, except I don't know anime. Anime is not my style of storytelling, and it never will be. Just leaving that right there. So, But from what I've heard, this is a good series for a live-action anime. So that much seems universally agreed upon. However, what is the issue? It is advancing the transgender agenda. It's advancing transgenderism. Morgan Davies is a, you know, an actress who um, dresses as a man and has been casted as the boyish character named Kobe, a main character in the series. And I believe from what I've seen or what I've looked into, they've made this character a much more prominent role at this stage in the story. Yet this is another example of casual trans inclusion, which is what the degenerates call it. Uh, the the idea that the idea is that a transvest that transvestites are cast accordingly according to what they are transvestited as, and are not casted as a transvestite character. So imagine if Netflix casted Dylan Mulvaney to unironically play a woman with the rest of the cast taking his role as a woman seriously. And perhaps the audience is none the wiser to the charade that's being played. This type of thing has already taken place and is the opening salvo for the hidden agenda in One Piece. So One Piece is doing the same thing. They're having a woman play a boy unironically. Um, because that's how they feel on the inside. So this is not the first time this has happened. There's a growing precedent of this type of behavior happening, but this is perhaps the most prominent example to date of this phenomenon happening of the casual trans inclusion as they, as the degenerates call it. So this is subtle, but it's meant to normalize it. And they recognize that. And by they, I'm also talking about Them Magazine, which called this a sweet scene-stealing role for a transgender actor, unquote. They recognize the tactical importance of this propaganda tactic. Them, Pride Magazine, a bunch of the gay outlets were lauding this decision. So, despite being one of the most popular series streaming right now, very little attention has gone to this, with YouTuber slash comic book writer John De La Rose being an exception. So, those are uh, some things I wanted to share. That's your Christian news for today. And have a blessed day. Let me know what you think of what I think. And I'll catch you on the next one. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at bet mgm 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.